Hello and welcome back to the Lift Your Life podcast. As always, I hope everyone is doing grand and good and living their goddamn best life. What the chuff is this weather about, though? Like, it's cold. <laughs> I went out on a walk the other morning. I was like, I'm actually quite nippy here. I wish I put on a bigger jacket. Like, that's not very July, is it? That's not July at all. But what I find mad about this world is that we're like, pretty cold for this time of uh, this is UK um, if anyone's listening from different countries you might be in a different climate but UK we're pretty cold for this time of year like sort of 15 16 degrees and then you know just a few hours away you've got people in the, you know European countries you know having these horrendous fires because it's so warm and I'm actually going to Spain next week with my family I cannot wait and I just had a quick cheeky look at the forecast I'm like oh my god it's like 40 degrees it's like being back in dubs dubai um but i'm going to spain so that could be fun uh but that's just mad isn't it how like crazy different the weather can be just a few hours away and yeah geography i guess geography not my area of expertise was not my favorite um subject at school to say the least but hey ho today's topic is something i want to talk about that we are actually implementing in our coaching business at the moment with um a lot of our clients who come to us uh, typically from years of yo-yo dieting or just do struggle a lot with perfectionism and all or nothing thinking. Now, all or nothing thinking is something which it can be a personality trait of perfectionism, but it's something which can be instilled from dieting as well. You know, diets such as things like Slimming World, where, you know, if you don't follow everything to T and you gain weight, it's a failure and it makes you feel like you have to be 100% with absolutely everything, where as we know that that's not the case. And the thing is, a lot of my clients know this. A lot of my clients know that they don't need to be bang on their diet every single day. They don't need to hit their steps every single day. They can be good and not 100% and still see results. But that doesn't stop them from feeling that way when maybe they do fall short of a target and then feel bad. And that feeling bad is then what can lead to self-sabotage behavior. It's like, well, I've messed up. What is the point? So what we've been implementing is something that I want to share with you guys because it is working a dream. It's really starting to help our clients break away from all or nothing thinking and helping them see results and stay consistent so much better. And if this can help you out as well in your own journey right now to help break that negative mentality, but also see better results, then I'm happy to share that with you and would love would love you guys to get results as well. So here it is. Here is a solution. Optimal versus non-negotiable ranges. And I'm going to explain this to you now. So a lot of people, and you know, we do it in our business as well with some of our other clients, will set just a target. So just um 10,000 steps or 1700 calories or four workouts a week, and it's black and white. This is the target for the week. Now, I don't tell my clients, and I'm sure you guys don't tell yourself as well, that you have to do all these things, otherwise you are shit. <laughs> like, we don't, do we? We don't say, right, if you don't do four workouts, you're shit. If you, if you have 1,705 calories, you, you, you're useless. No, it's like, no, we know that. We know that. But it doesn't help sometimes that, to change our mentality around it. If we do go over, sometimes we do still feel, oh, that we've ruined things. And I was realizing, had this realization point the other the other the other day when I was looking at some of my clients and who were struggling with overeating, if they did go over their calories and like that one thing extra turned into a cascade. And, you know, I was explaining to them week on week, look, look, you've had an extra bag of 
crisps or an extra pack of biscuits and you know you're 100 calories over but you're still in a deficit that wouldn't have done a thing to your week you'd have still been in a deficit for the week but you then continuing to overeat is what's put you into a surplus and now you've gained a couple of pounds this week and no matter how much I explained that science and logic to them it just wasn't clicking because in their head it was like but I have failed because that is the target and I want to hit the target I want to do what you've told me to do so what I realized was is well why am I telling people or why am I putting this target out that I know if they go over that target a little bit or fall under like with steps probably is not going to derail them for the week in the respect that they will still be in a deficit or very worst case scenario maintenance so why do I not share that with them and put that as the target rather than just one number think of it a bit like I guess a darts board is a pretty good analogy, right? Like that bullseye bang on in the middle is where you're going to get the most points and that's brilliant and that's amazing. But like a bow and arrow, if you shot it at some point and it landed on the board, you still, you know, the closer it is to the middle, the better, but you're still going to get points for it. I don't really know the rules of darts and archery. Like I did darts the other week and I, I threw some things at a dart board and it was great. But I, I still got points, even though it wasn't bullseye. And this is the exact same with nutrition and steps and workouts and other things like water is that if you throw it and it lands on the board and it's somewhere on that board the closer it is to the middle the more ideal but it's still getting you a point and it's still a success and that's basically what I want to bring with my targets so giving them a range of what we label as the optimal versus the non-negotiable so optimal target is which is the top of the range is if you do this this is going to yield the best results for you right now and the non-negotiable is this is what we're going to do as a baseline minimum every, every single day. It's a basic promise to yourself. It's low effort. It's low barrier to entry. But if you can show up and do at least this every single day, you are still going to be either in a deficit surplus, whatever the, the goal is. I'm going to use this in the relation of fat loss because it's, it's usually where all or nothing thinking ties in or very worse maintenance. So just to kind of break down what those things would look like so for example if we go with calories and someone wants to wants, wants to lose weight and um, i've got a fat loss client we might say for her the optimal target is 1600 now an optimal target is not something stupid unrealistic undoable it's a target that is still within your reach every single day but it does require effort and it does prove somewhat of a challenge to do because everything to create change in our body is going to create some level of challenge you know if it was super mega easy we'd all just be banging in shape super fit hot sexy all the time it does require some level of effort um, mentally or physically for yourself. And if you can hit the optimal range, ideally, brilliant, you're going to yield the best results that week. That's where we're probably going to see the most about fat loss. But the non-negotiable is something that is realistic. Something that is, I, I say low effort, it's still got to be effort. You've still got to make the effort to do it, but it should be something that is pretty doable. So for example, if your natural movement, if you just sat, and your office all day was like 3,000 steps, for example, non-negotiable would be something like 5,000 because that's an extra 20 minutes, half an hour walk a day, which everyone can commit to. Whereas optimal might be like eight, eight, eight to 10 K because that's going to, you know, create, you know, good, maybe a thousand extra calories deficit over the course of the week if you can do that. So I see non-negotiables and how I describe them to my clients is it's a promise to yourself. This is like a basic habit promise that you can do and should be doing every single day to put yourself first and you should be able to do it. You do sometimes have to be a bit blunt and make sure that you do actually call yourself out to do it, but it shouldn't be a huge, huge, huge effort. For example, with calories, um, I give, give people a calorie range. So an optimal 
calories will be, you know, 1600. Your non-negotiable is to ensure that it is sub 2K because sub 2K is still going to put you in a deficit or worse maintenance. And if you do go over your calories because you've had a meal out and it was harder to stay in that, it doesn't matter because you're still in that range. Now, the issue I see with people setting themselves non-negotiables is kind of become, I think it's been starting to be used in the wrong way. Is I see people now like, some of my clients will do little daily accountabilities. You might have seen them on their Instagram stories. Like this is the things that I've ticked off today, which is awesome. But some people will set their non-negotiables and I see it on their Instagram stories and like, you know, Instagram posts when they're like, this is my, this is my, this week's non-negotiables. It's like, I'm going to be doing 15K steps. And then my non-negotiable is to ensure that, um, you know, I don't eat any carbs. It's just some crazy stuff that is unrealistic. Non-negotiables should not be the unrealistic targets or the hard targets. That's your optimals. That's your this is the best that I can bring in. By the way, I'm not saying don't eat carbs is optimal. Absolutely not. But non-negotiables should be realistic things that you can do every single day, unless there is a valid reason, of course. Like if you are sick, if you are literally stuck in traffic and it takes you like eight hours to get home and, you know, there's there's always reasons versus excuses. And that's potentially another podcast altogether, which is another thing that I do delve into a lot with clients who do beat themselves up when they've had a valid reason why they can't do something. And it's like, look, there is a complete different reason between an excuse. Well, yeah, there is diff- a completely different thing between a reason and an excuse. If you didn't get your steps in because you came home, sat on the sofa and got comfy and stuck on Netflix, that's an excuse. If you literally were stuck in a traffic jam till like midnight and then got home and went straight to bed, definitely a valid reason. Or if you were sick or you had to do something like an emergency for your family, you know, that's always a valid reason. But non-negotiables, very simple, basic promises to yourself that you can do every single day. So how that might look and how this might look for one of the clients I work with, for example, is like I said, having a slightly higher calorie target, which means that if you do go over a little bit because of a social or whatever, it's not the end of the world or you have an extra something, it doesn't matter. You're going to be at maintenance at quote unquote worst case scenario. So you're still moving forward. Steps. Let's just say your optimal will be 10K. Non-negotiable might be like seven. Water targets. I would probably always set as a non-negotiable as to always be having like at least two liters of water a day. Like I wouldn't set like an optimal versus non-negotiable. I think that's one way we should all be doing it. You could say optimal is that, um, you know, 80, 90% of your diet is going to come from whole foods, single ingredient foods. But as a non-negotiable, I'm going to ensure that I'm at least having um, a serving of fruit and veg with every single meal. You know, so it's things that are realistic and doable that you're going to promise to yourself that are going to allow you to move forward, whether that is moving forward with fat loss or in keeping those habits ingrained, rather than setting yourself up to fail with these hardcore targets, because then it's a range. There is no black and white. It's fluid. And with the clients that we are doing this with, they are finding that their adherence is better because even though they may not be hitting the optimal target as much, they aren't going beyond non-negotiable. And it's going beyond non-negotiable, which is then where you sit into the surplus, which is when you don't see fat loss for weeks or you actually see gain because you're actually doing things that are well, so part, you know, you're going way over your calories. Your expenditure is very, very low as a result. And because there is no, oh, fuck it going on because they're, they're not breaking anything because they're sitting in a range. As a result, they are not going into these effort modes and they're still moving forward every single week regardless. So some weeks might seem slower, but they're always moving forward. And I got this quote from um, Emma Story Garden, who is absolutely amazing, someone I absolutely love in the industry, which is, direction is better than speed. And I could not agree more. 
because it's better to always be heading in the right direction rather than taking like a big leap forward and then a step back. Like I look at yo-yo dieting um, or like all or nothing thinking a bit like a game of snakes and ladders. Like you might take like six leaps forward and then you're down, a, you know, down a snake and then, you know, you come in like sabotage you to, you to go back and then you keep going forward and then back and then forward and then back. And even though jumping big leaps might feel really motivating, like, yeah, brilliant. You know, I've done all this optimal stuff and I'm, you know, five pounds down and it's incredible. But then you rebound and you're five pounds up. Whereas if you were to just do that slow, steady trickle of like, this is doable every single week and every single week I'm losing a pound, you are then going to get to that six, seven, eight pounds rather than rebounding. And you are going to get to where you want to be inevitably a lot faster, even though it feels a hell of a lot slower. So I hope that's been insightful for you. And if you are someone struggling with all or nothing thinking, this is something I would 100% recommend you implement into your strategy moving forward. It's not for everyone. Some people do thrive better after after having like clear cut targets, me, myself being one of them. But if this all or nothing thinking is your like pitfall right now, having this range target is something which is going to be a game changer for you. And of course, if all or nothing thinking is something you really are struggling with and you do feel like you could benefit from additional support, this is something that we obviously do work on, not just with implementing ranges, but with the mentality switches that we do work on closely with our clients. So if you do want our support, I'll be interested to know a bit more as to how it is we could help. I'll leave the link um, to our application form in the show notes, or you can literally just drop me a message, let me know that you've listened to this podcast on Instagram, which is Lucy underscore your life, and we can have a chat about it in the DMs there. But other than that, I'm going to love you and leave you today, people. Have yourself a fantastic rest of your day. I hope this one's been helpful for you and I'll catch you on next week's episode.